Why do you chase an impossible dream? I'm Chris Haynes, part of the design team at Yappy, and welcome to our new podcast, which will feature all things e-commerce, entrepreneurship, and marketing. This is a story told by our founder, Colin Grogan. Five years ago, he decided to try and meet his entrepreneurial idol, Richard Branson, and with a lot of grit and determination, managed to make the dream come true. Here's why he decided to try and meet him, how he made it happen, the setbacks he faced along the way, and the lessons it taught him in starting his own company. Yeah, one, one thing I really believe that is if you want to put your mind to something, you can make anything happen. And I started the business about seven years ago to solve return on investment in social media, which seemed impossible at the time. Uh, and it's certainly not now, but one of the things that was really pivotal for me, because I don't think a lot of people realise, but I started my company in my garage with $2,000. And everyone talks about these pivotal moments in life. And one of them for me was my grandma passing away. So she was really influential in my life, um, really helped bring me up and just a fantastic woman. And yeah, I mean, she left us grandchildren. She had over 20 of them, so quite a few, with a few hundred dollars each. She didn't have a lot of money with the strict orders to do something useful uh, with it. And yeah, I mean, I decided, you know, when she sort of passed away as well, like, I am going to quit everything and solve this problem. So that's what I did. And I set about in the garage which was a pretty interesting story in its own right. I mean, you've got to make the best of your situation. And in that case, it was super cold in the winter, really warm and hot in summer. And I made the most of it. I put petitioning up and made it look like an office and put flooring down, put a sign up so that I could do Skype calls and people thought I was in an office. Um, I mean, if anyone ever asked, I would have said, yeah, I'm in a garage, but no one ever did. So uh, yeah, one of the things that I had in the back of my mind, like I was more than a year in at this stage and I still had that $200 my grandma gave me was, what am I gonna do with it that's useful? So I kept on to it and then one of my mates looked in um, the office at the time and yeah, on the petitioning that I set up, there was a picture of Sir Richard Branson who was someone I really looked up to and the 10 things he would do every day to be productive and he said, oh, you do realise he's coming to town? And I was like, no, I didn't know that. And um, he was coming to speak at this National Achievers Congress. And so I jumped online, took a look, and I used my grandma's money and some of my own, didn't have a lot at that stage, to buy a diamond ticket near the front. And the reason I bought a diamond ticket at the front was because my mission was to meet him. Um, and so I went to this event ended up backstage with the diamond ticket holders, which was like a smaller Q&A with just the diamond ticket holders. And there were still a few hundred people. It was just that instead of thousands. And I was pretty much like a kid in school. Like I was jumping up and down, trying to get the microphone to ask him a question and put him on the spot because I know he's yes man. So I thought I'd uh, give it a crack. And yeah, I, I was so determined to make it happen. I would have looked like an absolute lunatic jumping around. Uh, but eventually I started, like people started to tell like, this guy really wants the microphone. Um, and so I ended up forming this team of people around me who were all trying to get the microphone for me. And it came so close so many times, but I just didn't end up getting it. 
And looking back, I mean, I was pretty devastated. I didn't really know what to do next, but I knew that I just had to meet him for my grandma. Um, so I was pretty determined to do it. And I tried to get backstage with this organization called EO, which I had no clue, no clue what it was. Um, and now I'm actually a member of EO, which is pretty funny, but they could tell I wasn't a member. It's a very tight knit group of entrepreneurs. And um, yeah, they basically said, go away. Um, but I was thinking, I know he's flying to Kuala Lumpur from Perth the next day uh, because he lost a, a bet with Anthony Fernandez, who's the owner of AirAsia. And I thought, I wonder if there's any tickets left on that flight. So he had to dress up, you might remember it, as an air hostess because he lost that bet, um, the flight that they were going to be on, and it was a charity flight. And I ended up apparently getting the last seat on that flight. And I went home, scrambled to get all my things together, I started handwriting a letter and my handwriting is atrocious, like I can't read it two days later. So even when I was trying to be as neat as possible, I just couldn't pull it off. So I ended up typing this two page letter out. I made three copies of it, got three yellow envelopes and wrote two Sir Richard Branson on the front of each of them like an idiot. And I packed my backpack, had no accommodation, didn't know what I was gonna do when I got to Kuala Lumpur. And to top it off, like I didn't really tell anyone what I was trying to do because I didn't want anyone to see doubt in my mind that I couldn't pull it off. The only person I did call was my mum because it was the first Mother's Day that she was going to have without her mother. And I was going to Kuala Lumpur and I called her up and I'm like, hey mum, how's it going? It's Cohen. I don't want to hear what you've got to say about this. I'm going to try and meet Richard Branson and I'm flying to Kuala Lumpur tomorrow. I'm very sorry. I'll take you out for lunch. I'm not going to be able to make it tomorrow for Mother's Day, uh, but wish me luck and I hung up. And look, looking back, I think she would have been supportive because she knew why I was doing it, but I just didn't want any doubt. So packed my things, got up in the morning and I go on the flight and I'll never forget it. There's like this, we're mid-flight, there's this huge media frenzy just storming down and there's Sir Richard Branson. And you know in your gut when it just doesn't feel right? Like, it didn't feel right to give him one of these letters at that moment because of the frenzy. And I, I didn't feel like I'd get his attention enough. So I let him go towards the back of the plane. And you know the gullies where they prepare the food. I waited there with one of these letters like down by my side. Um, and he approached and I had this his phone at the time and I decided to get a selfie and it didn't have the front camera. So I had to get a selfie like this and I had no idea what it looked like. And then um, I was pretty stoked. I was like, cool, you know, had a chat with him a little bit. And then he started walking away and I was like, <laughs> I forgot to give him the letter. So being a lunatic again and being really keen to make this happen, I literally yelled his name out three times. I was like, Richard, Richard, Richard. And he could hear the urgency in my voice because he turned around and came back towards me. And I gave him this letter and I said, I was meant to give this to you. And he put it in his little AirAsia bag and he pranced off, looking like an absolute, like just disgusting. It was hilarious. Um, he looked ridiculous. And he starts prancing back off. And to be honest, I didn't really think much more of it. I went and sat down at my seat got my laptop back out, got back to work because I had tons of stuff to do. And mid-flight, I got tapped on the shoulder by an air hostess. 
And she's like, are you Cohen Grogan? And I was like, yes. And she's like, can you come with me? Meanwhile, I'd had a look at my phone and the picture that I took, and it was a picture of Branson's neck and my neck. Like you couldn't see anything in it. It's the worst photo ever. It's pretty hilarious. And I didn't know how it was gonna go. Like I thought like, oh, maybe I'm gonna to get to meet him. But I also thought maybe I pissed him off. So I didn't really know how it was gonna play out. But she said, come with me. And I was scrambling around, got my phone, because I was like, if this is gonna happen, I'm gonna get a proper photo. Um, and I'll never forget this moment. The red curtain opens and there's Sir Richard Branson and an empty seat. And I got to spend 30 or 40 minutes with him talking about business and you know something I'm really passionate about, which is philanthropy and giving back. And he really, really changed my perception on, on business and, and philanthropy. Like I always thought to be a philanthropist, you need to kill it in business and make shitloads of money and then you give. Um, but he really shifted the business model and ever since then, I've been giving back while I'm growing the business and it's made a huge difference to my life but also a lot of other people's lives as well. And I guess, um, yeah, after that flight, I, everyone talks about being, you know, in the clouds and I really was. Like I was, I remember getting on the bus in Kuala Lumpur like into town and not knowing where I was going to stay, just in tears like because I was so happy that I did it for my grandma and proved to myself at a time when I didn't have a lot that if you really want to make something happen and you don't let doubt in, you can do anything. And I mean, the result of just that, like I didn't hit him up and say, give me investment and things like that. It was this self-belief that it instilled in me. And within six months, I was out of the garage. I had an office in the city. I really believed in what I was doing. And it was all because of taking a few risks and never giving up and just making something happen. Doubt is your biggest enemy. Like if I, if I let those little seeds of doubt, I tried to not let any doubt in whatsoever. And if I had have let those few seeds of doubt sprout roots any further in my mind, I wouldn't have done it. I was this close to pulling the pin. So if you really believe in something, you really want to make it happen, forget what other people say and just go and make it happen. It's not going to be easy, but just go and do it. Hope you enjoyed the show today. We'll be interviewing other entrepreneurs and sharing our knowledge of e-commerce and marketing in future episodes this year. If you had any feedback, we'd love to hear it. You can send us an email at talktous at yappy.com.au.